This is the Rich Eisen Show. In Cutler! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The director of Hoosiers and Rudy David Spa here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With me saying how much fake Rudy is. Hoosiers? None of that happened? Is that what you're saying? Earlier on the show. Sports media personality, John Boy. Still to come. Stanford head coach, David Shaw. Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel. CNN Plus host and 12-year NBA veteran, Rex Chapman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We spoke to John Boy of John Boy Media about opening day. Um, in baseball, by the way, um, it was 29 years, is that right? 29 years ago today, The Sandlot premiered in theaters near what? you. Oh, man. The Sandlot is almost a 30-year-old movie. Killing me. Sandlot's well, t-shirt. It, it was 46 that. years ago today that uh, the famed Bad News Bears first hit Dang. a theater near you. Buttermaker. Buttermaker. The great Walter Matthau. Wow. Tatum O'Neill pitching. Kelly Leak. Kelly Leak. Um, I learned these facts during the commercial break by reading the Twitter feed of our third hour guest, Rex Chapman. Yeah, he did. Who's adding that to his uh, Twitter repertoire these days, letting you know when pop culture anniversaries are hitting and movies are hitting in theaters near you. So he's got a lot on his plate, including the new CNN Plus show, Rex Chapman, his interview show. And he'll be joining us in hour number three to talk about that. I found a bunch of Rex Chapman basketball cards at home. Did you really? You want him to sign them? Yeah. Is that what you're going to ask him to do? I think so. I mean, the man's just coming here to promote his show and have a conversation with us. And you want to actually use the moment to improve the value of, uh, of some s- of your of some of your material? I'm not going to sell them, but they're What are you cool. going to have? Are you old, just going to have them at uh, home? Yeah, old uh, Charlotte Hornets. And I won from the Bullets days. You'll never sell them. No. You'll hold on him to forever. Yeah, no, I'll never sell. You'll never give him to Cage, and then one day he'll just say the old man is just, you know, he's <laughs> he's crapping his pants. He won't know. I mean, I can't control what Cage does when I'm old and senile. <laughs> well, you just got to teach him, right? That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Very good. Good one. That's, uh, that's Susie with the uh, fork with the, in the sink. No, nah, it definitely doesn't call me dad, that's for sure. <laughs> She'll teach Taylor how to say that to me, my daughter. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Um, Before we get to your news update, uh, David Shaw of Stanford football and his 10th year of um, being on the NFL Network first night draft set, first round draft set. Uh, He will be joining us on this program in 18 minutes time. And uh, then in hour number three, Mike Vrabel, before Rex Chapman joins us in studio, the reigning coach of the year in the NFL. How about them apples? He'll be joining us. I love it. This will be good time stuff. Uh, before we get your news, let's just take a couple of phone calls here. Nathan in L.A., you're here on the Rich Eisen Show to kick off hour number two. What's up, Nathan? Hey, it's been a while. Good to talk to you. Thanks for calling. What's going on, brother? Uh, I, well, I called because I wanted to congratulate you on the Emmy nomination. Thank you. And the, both you and Dan are now on the same list. Yes. If I may, I don't suppose it'd be possible to invoke a little... Dan Patrick show tradition and see if I could get you to agree to a pie to the face wager with him. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm going to abstain. That's that's a Dan thing. That's what gets him nominated. You know, and then me, you know, uh, denying my callers what they're asking for is what gets me nominated. So <laughs> I got to stay true. I got to stay true, Nathan. You know what I mean? But um, but it's and, and thanks for the call, man. I greatly appreciate that. I just do. I do want to say this. Um, we're sitting here on the campus of AT and T. Used to be Directv. Now AT and T, um, and uh, in the same studio that we started in um, in October, right, of 2014. Correct. So we're coming up on our eighth year anniversary. We would not be in this building. We wouldn't be on this campus if Dan Patrick hadn't already blazed the trail for Directv on the old audience channel. Um, we have a bunch of people here. I'm looking at one um, who worked for the audience channel and now is sitting here on the set. I'm looking at you, TJ. I don't know if you're paying attention, but I'm looking at you. So, you know, um, and uh, many folks who are were, worked on this show, um, you know, and we have we've since parted ways as of two years ago. 
But without DP, this show doesn't exist, nor did the channel uh, have a show like Dan and then wanted to have a shoulder programming uh, and put six hours together. Chris Long, the major domo of Audience Network for all those years, um, and his legacy lives on in a way with the fact that Dan and, and, and that this was pure happenstance too, that Dan's show, uh, this show followed Dan's show for all those years on Audience and now is doing so on Peacock as well. And that's now, as of yesterday, officially christened six straight hours of Emmy-nominated material. And I know Dan's program, that's their fifth show nomination. Um, as I, th- I think Paulie was joking, they're going for their 0 for 5 drive, uh, drive for 0 for 5. <laughs> um, and uh, this is our second. But it's our first since, you know, being out on our own. And, and yep. we couldn't be more happy about that. So no pie in the face. Uh, and um, does that mean I I would lose the Emmy and then get a pie in the face on top of it if Dan wins it? Like, I don't understand. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think. Shane in Boulder, Colorado will take your call. What's up, Shane? Hey, how's it going, Rich? How, how you doing? How you doing? How's it going, guys? What's going on? Um, so I got a great question. So in the NFL, I saw a stat recently that in the last 10 years, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had a winning season. That's great. That's awesome. I'm happy for Steelers fans. They've got to enjoy winning seasons for 10 years. Now on to my other question. Would you as a fan rather go the Steelers route and have 10 years of a winning season and know they have not won a Super Bowl in those 10 years? Or would you rather go the route of most other teams in the NFL every three years, tearing everything down, getting rid of the, rid of the front office, bringing in a new front office? No way. Getting rid of players, accumulating draft capital when the draft is like 50-50 when you draft the players. It's like hitting the lottery almost. Doing that, accumulating cap space in the hopes that this new front office coming in is going to get the job done and build a new dynasty. And most of the times, it never happens. So what's your, so what's your, what's your, what's your, uh, obviously. I can't believe fans still want that. I can't believe fans in the NFL still are like, yeah, new front office, man. They're going to do it this time. They're going well, to I would gonna much rather. No, I'm just, no, they're not. Then no, Shane, they're not. Shane, you I need pre- to look at the Steelers. Yeah. What they did, yeah. that's what more NFL teams need to do. No, trust Winning me. product brings fans happiness, not rebuilding seasons going two and, what, 15 now? Thanks for the call, Shane. Appreciate it. Look, man, how many times have I pounded the table for Mike Tomlin here and tell every Steeler fan that thinks, you know, <laughs> right. that he's not doing the right job and they need to trade this, they need to trade that and or get him out. just fire him. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. and get him out. Yeah, yeah. I told you, like, he would be snapped up within two seconds. Two seconds. Steelers fans are so lucky to have Mike Tomlin. And, of course, you want to have... The, the steadiness, the steadiness. You have to have the steadiness. You, you, I thought he was going to go, would you rather have the constant churning, but you would at one point win a Super, win Bowl. A Super Bowl. I right. thought that's where he was going Me with too. that. That's what I thought. And I would still take the 10 straight years of winning. By the way, it's every year since Tomlin's taken over. It's longer than 10 years of, of a non-losing record, you know? All right, so um, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll take your calls whenever we can or over the next uh, hour uh, plus uh, of this program. We're in hour number two. Chris Brockman, ready for news updates? Will we be on time yeah, yeah, for our friend some, from Stanford yeah, talking some draft in the NFL? Here we go. Chris Brockman's news update right here on the Rich Eisen Show on a busy Masters Thursday and opening day of baseball. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. All right, Christopher, what do you have over there? Hey, just a few uh, NFL items, guys. Uh, Sam Darnold, Rich, you remember him. He was a former <laughs> Jets quarterback and uh, had a not-so-great year in Carolina last year. He was on our buddy Taylor Lewan. And what's the other guy's name? Oh my god! He was on he was on Bussin' with the Boys podcast. Will Compton? Oh, Will Compton! Right, right, right. Nice. Uh, and he was asked <laughs> if he can still be a productive NFL quarterback. Here's what he said: It truly is, and this is this is kind of where you're not going to believe what I say, but just bear with me. I'll be ready. Yeah, 
um, it truly is like whatever happens happens because mm-hmm. that's at the end of the day like it's out of my control yeah and I know that and so I have enough security in myself to where I can be like I know I'm a good quarterback mm-hmm. I know I can be a good quarterback in this league I've proved it um, and I know there's a team if you know something happens that would want me the part that pisses me off is when people judge like my game mm-hmm. like how I'm playing then I'm like hey bud like go strap it up like yeah you know what I mean like I was like you're a fan and I respect you being a fan and you can talk all the shit you want and I'm not going to do anything about it at the end of the day but like take it easy mm-hmm. like like what if I was like hey like the the house you just worked on piece of <laughs> like <laughs> yeah like, you're you're so bad at tiling like you yeah. should really go get another job Really think about your profession. Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes you just want to say stuff like that, but you can't. Why Why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I could. Yeah, I'm you not could. going to. No, I'm with you. I wouldn't yeah. say that either. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that 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 I like Darnold, Darnold show. I, know, I wish that Darnold would show up more, and I think that Darnold needs to show up more, and I would l- wish to, that Darnold would, sh- would have shown up in New York City. Hey, man, I was all in on the Sam Darnold train, and... He is the perfect example of nature versus nurture. Do you have to be in the certain situation in order for you to succeed? Or can your talent just absolutely take over and it doesn't matter who's there? You're so fantastic. And, you know, he is the perfect example of that. He gets drafted by a Jets team that has Todd Bowles, a defensive-minded coach that's there. Um, Do me a favor. Look it up. Who who are the Jets' offensive coordinators? I think it was was it Brian Schottenheimer when he got there. Did he have Marty uh, Morningweg as a coordinator too? You know, constant churning of coordinators, and 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 then not enough weapons and not enough protection around him. Getting hurt. I mean, his first throw, his first game, his first touchdown pass was to the other team. He threw a pick six, you know, on opening night of Monday night against the Lions, and then won that game. And then you you just couldn't really evaluate him. You'll see was uh, Jeremy Bates in 2018. Okay. And then in 2019, uh, it, just, it was Dowell Logans. I, and now he shows up in Carolina, um, yeah. and you know they were three. I remember they were three and zero, and he was there was MVP talk MVP about him. MVP talk. So I understand that he's frustrated, but he just didn't play consistently well enough. It also didn't help that that uh, McCaffrey wasn't there. And that Belichick, you know, is a professional undresser of Sam Darnold. He had, saw, had him seeing ghosts in New York. Yeah. That's another unfortunate thing for his career. Unfortunately for him, though, is I, I don't believe he's going to get a chance to. St- I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see what Carolina does with that first overall draft choice. Because if it's Kenny Pickett, I have a feeling they're going to have to throw him out there. And they Kenny gotta, Pickett? If it's Kenny Pickett, sixth overall. But then you have a $19 million backup. Because they're already on the hook for Sam's fifth year. What do you do? Do you, you just wait? You draft the guy sixth overall. You don't really help your team out. You, you're no, going to play for the future. And you got I, I know rules on the seven-year plan, and this is year three for him, but there, there's a very mercurial uh, ten richest owners on planet Earth owner of the Carolina Panthers that wants to see results. Yeah. Panthers are talking to every quarterback. And they, we all know they kicked the tires heavily on Deshaun Watson. They did. So I guess, again, jury's still out on Darnold. In his mind, he feels like he can be a terrific starter in this league, and his play so far has been inconsistent when he's had an opportunity. Um, he had those three weeks when the Panthers had McCaffrey, and he looked terrific. He's shown flashes? I don't know. All right, let's get to, all right, let's get to this. Uh, another soundbite, guys. Right. Uh, our buddy Gronk, Rob Gronkowski, was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. Oh, is that okay? right? This was a fun interview. I uh, talked about Tom Brady, said he wasn't surprised that Brady came back, though he thought maybe Tom would take a year off. Also could see Tom playing till he's 50. But the big story here is when Jimmy asked Gronk what his playing future will be. Do you feel any responsibility to be in there with him, like, um, you know, Batman and Robin or uh, Starsky and Hutch <laughs> or uh, Siegfried uh, and Roy? Yeah, I don't butter know. and jelly. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, bread and butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll keep going. Yeah. Uh, 
A little bit, you know, little bit. just because, you know, that duel, man, it's just so hard to get that connection, uh, especially in the NFL world. I mean, it doesn't last that long just right. to see someone have that connection for 11-plus years. I mean, it's definitely in back of my mind. And uh, it's not really like, you know, do I want to be there? Like, like it's, it's, it's about playing the game. Like, I want to be there with the guys. Like, it, it, that's the best part, being part of the team. Right. It's if... Do I want to do that week in, week out schedule? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a brutal game for it's sure. Brutal. I mean, I'm, I'm blocking guys that sometimes are 300 pounds in front of me. They're coming full speed, smashing me. I'm catching a pass up the middle, and right when I catch it, they're smacking me from my legs all the way up to my shoulders. I'm getting dacked. So like, and that doesn't happen to other people at their jobs. No, yeah. no, not that often. But, I mean, I do love that, but, I mean, it can get grueling. You know, the – conversation about Brady when he retired for six weeks was what else does he have to prove anyway anymore mm-hmm. right he's one of the he's the goat mm-hmm. he's got all those rings he's a certain age and whatever all the records that is never applied to Gronk because of how young he is still but what else does he have to prove nothing he's the greatest tight end of all time you could make that case He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's a first ballot oh, Hall of Famer no whenever question. he's done. He has four Super Bowl rings. You can count five years after the season that he's done, and he's going to be in Ohio. He's going to be in Canton. He's going to have a bust in Canton. His speech in Canton is going to be must-see television. <laughs> and the party afterward. And the party afterward is going to be off the charts. He might, he might sell floaties in the pool that he creates in Canton like he's apparently doing in the Vegas draft uh, scene, he's going to have a draft party. I will be a plus one. I know, you want, you, I know you want in. <laughs> Zach publishes the stars. Might be able to help you there. Hey, um, but, uh, that, but that's never applied to Gronk. Never applied to Gronk because of how young he still is. Of course he's going to still play. Brady's back. He's got to be back. Right. You know, to Tommy and Gronky. Why wouldn't he do it? Because he's getting his ass beat. Yeah. yeah. He's I mean, getting caught all the time. And that hit he took out here in LA. Brady could broke t- his ribs. Brady can get rid of the ball. Right. Gronk is always going to get cut. He's going to get chipped every single time. And I can only imagine like he's sitting there in, in April, in March, saying, you know, I don't know if I'm up for it. Like, give the guy a couple months. The, the fact that he's not coming out, what's the matter with Gronk? Yeah, is he pissed at Tom? Is he pissed at the Bucks? Does he want something that he's not getting? I think he just doesn't want to be hit. He doesn't want to be chipped. He doesn't want to. And 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 in order to get ready for that crucible of a of a campaign of of months and months and months and workouts and what have you, it doesn't seem like he's letting himself go. He might just not want to do it anymore. And I don't blame him one bit. And he might be on the plan of like, I'll see, call me after training camp. He might be on the plan of, you know, call me, call me in like July. week six. Uh, oh, maybe that too. Call yeah. me in week eight. And maybe it'll be just like late June. He's like, I'm in. Just everybody back off. But you could already see it. Kyle doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And, and nobody ever applies the what else does he have to prove? Because it's like, you know, Rob, you're, you're still a young man. So that's what I get. That's my sense of the gronk of it all. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, he's 32. He'll be 33. And that's the whole next point. Month. It's like, of yeah. course, why wouldn't you want to play with Brady? Win another ring. Won't do it again. And you know what? You, you, you be the one to get chipped and knocked down or have your ribs blown up in Los Angeles as what happened to him this past year. All right, let's take a break. We'll be on time for David Shaw. Good, uh, good way to focus on the news update when you're it's, you got Tiger tough. Woods. It's tough. He, <laughs> just got, had, he just had a bad chip uh, into the par five. He's going to have to chip up, maybe make par. So it's not looking good for Tiger. All right, we'll never know. It's a long slog, but on the bottom eight. line he's is he doesn't eight. look like he's all over the map and he's not ready and he's not physically able to walk the course no, just good. yet. I mean, so good. far so good. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. David Shaw of Stanford, my colleague from the NFL Network draft set. When we come back, let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. 
O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Do you think, what if Nance ever, do you think Nance would use DFL on CBS? No. DFL. What if you and Nance switched? Like, he did the combine, and you did um, the I don't think you'd want to do the combine. That's not a good deal for him? No, I don't think that's a good swap <laughs> for Jim Nance. <laughs> hey, Jim, one year you do the combine, and then I'll do the Masters. You know, run I'm that up the flagpole. Like, Should I ask that of Sean McManus when we see him at the at the Emmy Awards in late May? How yeah, about this? Yeah. I'll ha- I'll send you over to him. To, to, to Sean McManus? Yes, and just say, hey, Sean. Chris call Brockman. him Sean. We've, call ne- him Sean. we've never met. We've never met. <laughs> uh, call him Sean. Okay. Uh, and just, just, you could just say, Rich doesn't have the time to come over here right now. Right. He's very busy. He's two-time, very busy. Two-time he's, he's very busy because <laughs> they don't serve a damn drop of food here except these little these little crudite. It's not even a pig in a blanket. It's like a put in a blanket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? And so uh, Rich Rich is too busy hoarding all the food. Because they lock us inside, you know, they lock us inside oh, yeah. for like four hours oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, Sean. But I have a great idea, Sean. Sean. I have a great idea. Yeah. I'm, you know, Nance, you know, like, he's looking a little tired to me. And so the oh, final four wow. Masters back to back is a lot. So what if, yeah. you know, we let Jim work a little earlier. So we put him in February at yeah. the Combine. Right. And Rich takes over. Masters because coverage. he's got the dulcet tones that the combine recover requires exactly, and I use the masters tones at the combine. At the combine, so Rich so already is ready and prepped and oh, practiced. And also, good to go. hey, I'll just say this directly to camera, um, Sean. It's been a while, um, <laughs> but I still have my CBS Sports Blazer from the U.S. Open coverage yes. from 2003 to 2005. Yes. And guess what? Still fits. You know what actually I did in all seriousness? Did you try it on recently? <laughs> Years ago, when CBS was the partner of Thursday Night Football with NFL Network, uh-huh. we, as NFL Network folks, attended the uh, annual... Every partner of the NFL has a symposium for their employees that invites NFL um, executives to explain directly to the employees, right, people who are part of the coverage of that network partner, what changes have been made and questions and answers come out. So it's a symposium, an NFL symposium. 
The NFL Network attended CBS's symposium in New York City. I attended that in my CBS Sports Blazer. Caused a lot of side eyes, a lot of side eyes from both CBS and NFL (laughs) network people. Like, what what are you doing? And I explained to everybody, I'm just showing with my garb the partnership. I'm I'm celebrating the partnership by saying that I was also a groundbreaking member of such a partnership, NFL network and CBS. And most importantly, still fits. (laughs) Welcome to the party, pal. That's right. Oh, geez, Tiger, way left. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hang in there, man. Gosh. <laughs> like, uh, all right, uh, my friend is back uh, Is back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Van phone line. Uh, getting set to join the NFL Network first night coverage of the draft for a 10th consecutive year. The head coach of Stanford football, David Shaw, back here on the program. How you doing, coach? I'm doing great, Rich. How are you? Are you locked in on the Tiger coverage? Is that what's going on right now? The good Stanford man that you are? Mm-hmm. Probably me and most of America at least have it on some device right now. Right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He looks amazing. Now, do you have any contact with him at all? Does he have any contact with Stanford uh, football program in any way, shape, or form whatsoever? Yeah. Coach? We, we, we touch base a few times a year. Um, he came to visit us, actually, because we played at Central Florida a couple years ago, right, not too far away from his home, and came and had, gave a great speech to the guy and brought a green jacket and really uh, really inspired a lot of our guys which was awesome what do you mean he brought he brought a jacket with him is that what you're saying really he he brought a green jacket uh to show the guys and it was kind of going to be a little bit of a surprise and uh, he was talking about playing at a high level and playing for high stakes and he uh had the had it in a bag gave a great speech to the guy and he pulled out and a lot of oohs and ahs and he actually let me put it on my oh! on my back I I, I, I I my skin was like it's just shivering. Wow. Uh, come yeah, on yeah that's come on probably yeah yeah top, top 10 top 10 non-football uh, athletic moments in my life no I, I mean this is this is you don't even you're, you're a humble man but you should this is just take the humble out just brag just say it with your chest especially uh, since now, how did it fit? It fit. It fit like a glove, right? You and Tiger have the same have the same uh, dimensions, right, Coach? Yeah. Uh, you know, lengthwise, it's really close. <laughs> um, I'm a little thicker in some areas than he is, and he's a little bigger in some areas than I am. What about the shoulders? Come on, it's got to fit the whole thing. This is fa- uh, the shoulders are close, but he's he's done a lot more uh, a lot more weight room work than I have over the last ten years. I'm wondering how many people have actually been able to say that they have worn a Tiger Woods one. And also brought to the occasion by Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods Masters Championship jacket. I can't imagine that's a large number of people. It's surreal. Absolutely surreal. Wow. Absolutely surreal. I love it. So uh, I'm assuming one of the devices that you might be watching Tiger on right now is not your iPad, because I know that you have that out in front of you for the NFL Network draft coverage all the time. And that's on, on, on to which you put all your information. I know oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. I'm, I'm about 90% done with my preparation you, already. Are you? I love it. Well, okay. I only have to do the first round, so I don't have to do as many as everybody else. Correct. But, well, you only yeah. do the cream of the crop. I mean, you're Stanford. That's, you know, only only certain people get on your radar screen in, in real life, David Shaw, so I understand. That's all you're we do. That. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into it. Who Who's jumped off of film to you? I, I mean, and I know, you're, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau, for instance, is somebody with clearly you are very familiar with his work. But who has jumped off the film to you where you were like, okay, didn't see that before, or this means something to move up a draft board? Who, who's that guy so far, David Shaw? For you? I, I love Evan Neal. I really do. To be that big, that long, that smooth, um, you know, it reminds me a lot of the greats that play tackle in the NFL where it, it looks easy. Um, just looks easy the way he can change direction and deal with the secondary pass rush and physical enough in the running game to move people. Um, that's he's, he's he was really fun to watch. And besides that, I mean, obviously, um, Aiden Hutchins, but actually, both guys at Michigan uh, appreciate how hard they play snap after snap after snap, variety of pass rush moves because your, your, your first move is not always going to be the one that wins, but you see a lot, they can do a lot of different things. So, um, those those three guys really got me excited. How about that? Okay. And so um, your thoughts on the quarterback class. I know we've kind of kicked the tires on that last time you were on about a month ago, but now that you are definitely part of the NFL Network coverage, um, I couldn't be more excited about it. 
What what do you make of this quarterback draft class, David Shaw? I think Kenny Pickett is ready to play. Um, I think he's, if you don't think he's spectacular, that's fine. Um, but the guy's a really good quarterback. Um, hand size doesn't bother me because he throws the ball accurately. Um, accurate, good athlete, tough kid, smart kid. Um, the rest of the class to me is like flares of ice cream. You know, what, what, what are you looking for? What fits you? There's some guys with high ceilings, um, like Malik Willis, uh, Desmond Ritter, that maybe aren't 100% ready to jump into an NFL team and play, but there's some height, uh, there's, there's a height up there, uh, athletically and ability wise that you can see some things that they may be able to do in the NFL. I like Matt Corral. Last time we talked, uh, I, I still really do. He's got some athleticism. He plays with a fire. He plays with an energy. He can generate power um, from different body positions, which you're going to have to in the NFL. Um, and I like Sam Howell as, as well. But for a lot of those guys outside of Kenny, it's now what are you looking for and what fits your system? So let's just jump into the, the crux of it. What we're going to be talking about is we're apparently going to be in front of the Bellagio Fountains on uh, three weeks from tonight, David Shaw. Um, like, we, you know, like we're in Ocean's Eleven together. So, um, what, what, one of my favorite movies, by the, by the way. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, one of the all-timers. I don't know if you're aware, uh, but we are we are gonna we are breaking in uh, to the casino that night uh, as well. Um, so, uh, just as just, long as I'm not the one that goes in the thing that that he has to come out of. Yes. Uh, yeah. As long as I'm not that guy, I'm all in. Yes, you're not the grease man. Don't worry, I'll be the grease man. So, um, but uh, when it all comes down to it, it's going to be Panthers on the clock, sixth overall, unless somebody's already traded up into the fifth spot. The Giants are rumored to say, "Come, come, get this pick if you want." Pickett, um, do let's just say Pickett's chosen by the Panthers sixth overall. They don't have another choice till the fourth round. What would you say? Like let's like I guess rehearse. Would you say that this is the proper maneuver for a Panthers team that already has Sam Donald sitting there? What do you think? Uh, I, it would just say a lot about how they feel about Sam Donald. Obviously, um, Sam and you have talked about Sam for multiple years now. Yes, when Sam has time and Sam has receivers. He's accurate. He's athletic. Um, he's got good size. He's a tough son of a gun. He's taken a lot of hits over the last few years. He always bounces back. He's never shied away. Um, so organizationally, they would just be saying, hey, we're ready to move on and take Kenny. And I think either path to me makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of things around that position. Um, first of all, you give whoever's playing quarterback a healthy Christian McCaffrey, which Christian came to visit us last week, and he feels great. You give him a healthy Christian McCaffrey, maybe get one more weapon. You've already got a couple of really good receivers, and maybe get a tight end, um, the, a little more athletic tight end. And now you've got a quarterback with some guys around him that can make some things happen. So um, Kenny would be a great pick, in my opinion. I think he's the most ready to play. Um, he's tough. He's smart. He's accurate. Um, he plays with a little funk, a little spunk, a little fire. Um, I think that would be a good fit. All right, I'll bite a little bit more. You said you saw McCaffrey. He looks great. I mean, what? What? Give me a little bit more on that, Coach. Uh, uh, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Is that too early? Oh, do we have to wait? We have to wait to watch him uh, work out. Uh, but yeah, Kirsten spent some time here back at Stanford. Um, good talk with our guys. He and I sat down and talked for a little bit. He just he looks great. He's got that fire in his eye, and. Just like all the greats, you give him something to battle, right? He's coming off of an injury. Um, people are now talking about, is he going to get traded? What's all this stuff? And he's got that fire right now, and he is, he is ready. Um, that's all I can say. I know he is ready and excited to start the offseason. No, I know. And the question about him, David, um, is are, are, are we seeing just a, a case of just terrible luck, just awful luck for the Panthers, for him, for football fans, because of how dynamic he is? Obviously, there's the fantasy aspect that, you know, in real life doesn't matter. But, you know, are we just seeing somebody who's terribly unlucky or the manifestation of the question marks that surrounded him when he was drafted out of your program that when it all comes down to it, the grind of an NFL season will grind him down, you know? Uh, my opinion right now, which I'm not going to pretend that I'm not biased, right. uh, is, is that it's been bad luck. You really watch Christian McCaffrey play, he doesn't get hit squarely very often. Um, there are a lot of glancing blows, so it's not like he's been beaten up. He had an ankle that he tried to play through that he couldn't play through. Um, 
that happens in a lot of different positions. So I don't see a running back that's taken a lot of pounding that you say, man, he's not going to be able to hold up. Um, this guy's already broken multiple NFL records. Um, he's had a couple of instances of, of just being a football player and getting dinged up. Um, but he is quick, still quick, explosive, athletic. It's not like one of those running backs where he's lost a step and you don't think he can do what he used to do. Um, the cat, this cat is still young and he's ready to explode on the scene. Stanford football head coach uh, David Shaw, he's going to be on uh, the NFL Network Thursday night draft set three weeks from tonight for the first round of the NFL draft for 10th straight season right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, you mentioned different flavors, right, for quarterbacks or what, what flavors team, teams like. Uh, give me, give me the, uh, the wide receiver class, and who's your flavor? Who do you think is the, the class here that might be top 10 um, and, and then a, a nice little steal later on in the first round of a draft where you know the Packers and Chiefs who just lost Devon, or trade away Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill uh, are right. sitting there. What do you got for me on that front? Coach. Well, as much as it pains me to say anything positive about somebody from USC, I do like Drake London. Um, big, athletic, and his his ceiling, we don't really know what it is because he's really just getting into his own as a football player. This guy was a basketball player that's picked up football, that's really worked at it um, for a big guy. He's got great agility. He's got a ridiculous catch radius, hand-eye coordination, um, physical, hard to tackle after the catch. Um, but I go back and forth between he and James, uh, Jameson Williams. Um, I love the speed and athleticism of Jameson, the way he can just, I mean, four or five strides, he's already eaten up the cushion of defensive backs. He gets down the field in a hurry. He can stop and start. Um, some health concerns, but uh, the film tells me that, that these two guys uh, are, the, are the class of the group. But I do like Garrett Wilson, Wilson also from Ohio State. That guy that can be in the slot, he can be outside, he can be your fly sweep guy, your reverse guy, your receiver screen guy, your run after catch guy. There are a lot of different things uh, that he can do, and I love versatility at the receiver position. So uh, let's uh, assume those three guys will not be available when the Packers and Chiefs pick. Who, who do you like down on that end of things? Yeah, then after those three guys for me, then it's what are you looking for, right? Chris Olave downfield, explosive receiver, um, uh, maybe not the over-the-middle guy, maybe not the short short area guy, but can really make some big plays down the field. Um, I like Traylon Burks from Arkansas, bigger guy, physical guy, plays inside, um, can be your possession plus, not just a possession receiver because he can make big plays and he's good after the catch. Um, and then Jahan Dotson from Penn State, um, good in the slot, quick, athletic, um, he's one of those guys, if you're in a lot of three and four receiver sets, he can really work the middle and get away from guys and create some separations for, for your quarterback. All right, David Shaw, you know, um, as much as I'm a team player, I mean, you, you, you sat to my left now for uh, now coming up on a decade. You, you, you know what it's all about for me. Uh, fourth overall selection. Uh, New York Jets are on the clock. Um, what, what, do you, what, what do you think? What's the best scenario for them? Fourth overall. What do you think? I've got my I've got my thoughts. I've got some very definite thoughts. Uh, but what do you think, David Shaw? What do you got? It, it, it's it's so tough when you have no offense, but you got a lot of areas that you could really no attack. Offense. No offense, taken. You can make a case for Kyle Hamilton, um, a serious difference maker at the safety position um, after losing Jabal Adams. Um, Kyle Hamilton, for me, probably top three safeties that I've seen doing this thing in over a decade. Mm. Um, this guy, I don't care what his 40 time is. He comes out of the middle and makes plays better than anybody, um, pretty much anybody that I've seen. So that's a difference maker, somebody back there that can make a difference on that level. There are defensive linemen and outside linebackers aplenty. Uh, take your pick, pick your poison, any of those guys. Um, I like Jermaine Johnson, maybe a little bit high from Florida State, but I really like him. Um, so there are a lot of places, in particular on the defensive side, that I think are going to be good to choose from. You didn't say my guy. I'll tell you who I, I like, David Shaw. I want sauce. Bring me sauce. Bring me sauce. Fourth overall, when you got Stephon Diggs signed forever and a day in Buffalo, Tyreek Hill coming to Miami, and then uh, that, that allows the Dolphins to tell the Patriots of all teams, take another guy from us. Let, let Devontae Parker do what Wells Welker did for you from us. Uh, I want some kid who's just say, hey, I'll take him. That's what I want. What do you think about that? 
notion. I think that would be great. And the injury concerns about Stingley, you can make a case for him as well. But I, I think Sauce Gardner is, is special. Long, fast, athletic, um, and a guy that you don't have to help. Right? You should be able to leave him over there, and he can run with anybody. He's got size. He's got ball skills. Um, apparently, he just doesn't allow touchdowns either, which is a, a big thing. <laughs> yes, that's a good – he reminds – well, he's got the body type of another Stanford man, right? Um, that in, in in Richard Sherman, that's the, the guy that you, you think of, or unless I'm, I'm, I'm doing too much of comp work, I should stay out of that lane. What do you think? No, no, you're not that far away. The, the 40 time, a lot of times, can be mitigated by length. Um, and so the difference between four six and four five or four five and four four can be mitigated if your your reach is like seven feet tall. Um, and this guy's got length. He's got a great feel for the game. Uh, he's physical. He's not going to back down for a single human uh, from a single human being on the planet. Um, so I, I think that would be a great pick. All right. Is this? And again, you know what? By the way, gents, what you're getting is David Shaw. You know, uh, at his finest right here. But many times, David will then turn to me in a commercial break, saying, "Yeah, you're off on that one." You know, <laughs> the, if this was a commercial break, you wouldn't be giving me that one, right? This is. Well, we're always on the same page on kickers and punters. <laughs> Always on the same page. I appreciate that. Uh, your spring game's coming up around the corner, correct? For Stanford yes, football? Yes, this Saturday. Okay. What do you got for me? You got any, what, what, do you, what do you think about your team? Give, me, give Stanford football fans a little morsel before I let you go. David Shaw. Well, we are, we are in an interesting spot coming back off of a difficult year. The best thing for us is we had a lot of guys that could have gone pro or could have gone on the portal. A lot of guys came back. Uh, we've got a great mentality on our football team, and we may have a special quarterback on our hands in Tanner McKee. Um, he's got size, he's got athleticism, he's accurate, he's got a strong arm, and we're going to have a pretty good cast of characters around him. So uh, things are looking up out here at Stanford. All right, Coach David Shaw, greatly appreciate it. I will see you in Las Vegas, Nevada. I look forward to yeah. it. Can't wait. Me too. Right back at you. That's Coach David Shaw, one of my favorite people right here on the Rich Eisen Show. He will do that. During a commercial break, he'll he'll, he'll like uh, he will like do that. Slow down. Well, no, well, <laughs> not, not just to me, but just in general. You know, like he'll tell you what he thinks. He's, he'll shoot you straight. He always will. And then sometimes during a commercial break, he'll just give you one of these. <laughs> so he he kind of chick herns you in uh, winning time. When well. He- Fist Pat Riley. Without the uh, <laughs> profanity and drinking? <laughs> mild, mild racism? Yeah. <laughs> Not so mild? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Mike Vrabel and Rex Chapman, hour number three around the corner. Seeing too much dogwood. Too much, too much dogwood on my screen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Mercedes Benz wants to know when was the last time you seriously thought about your dream? It's time for you and your dream get to get back together and. To help you get back together with your dream, there's something called a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter that can help you do exactly that. Travel around the country, go see family and friends, go commune with nature. Maybe most importantly, start your own business in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. This Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about means innovative safety features. Features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network. It runs like a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. Chris Brockman, you said something to me during the commercial break that I find genuinely concerning. Um, you said that Tiger Woods is grunting on every shot you're yeah, saying? He's yeah. He's laboring? I don't know. It looks to me like he's laboring. And he is kind of audibly grunting after. Well, he's even par through nine, so yeah. I mean, which is better than a lot of people. He just hit a great approach shot on ten, probably stuck it within ten feet, but had too much backspin rolled off the green. His playing partner um, just hold out from the middle of the fairway. Yeah, on Joaquin Neiman just hold out for eagle on nine. He's uh, the only one to have a red three next to his name all day long. Nobody's even touched that number and then fell, fallen off. Yeah, I'm looking through it right here. So, uh, America's favorite Fred Couples is on 18 right now, three over. Anytime Fred makes the, makes the cut oh, is the a greatest. great day. It's the greatest. You know? Um, so, there's all, that's that. Yeah, I mean, Paul Casey already withdrew. What happened there? Uh, I don't know if it was an injury situation, but he was not playing well. Former champ Dan, uh, Callaway, uh, Team Callaway member, uh, Danny Willett's one under. Yeah. Matt Wolf having a rough day. He's eight over. Oh, boy. How about all them apples? Okay, so that's uh, the latest right here. Uh, our friend uh, Rex Chapman's coming in an hour number three. I already mentioned it was 46 years ago today. The Bad News Bears came out, and it was 29 years ago today. The Sandlot came out. Uh, and I, I, he just posted this one. I guess these are all game, uh, baseball movies that they 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 want to make sure come out on around opening day. Yeah. Thirty three years ago today, Major League. That's a thirty three year old movie. Wow! Wow! Premiered in nineteen eighty nine. Still hilarious. So poll question it. Poll question it. <laughs> okay. Which movie that premiered today is, is is your favorite baseball movie? Sandlot. Okay. Major League. The bad bad news bears, and I know recency bias will mean bad news bears goes out. It kills me anytime I hear my kid Xander. I, I suggest a movie, and it's just too old for him. Planes, trains, and automobiles, straight out. He doesn't. He's, I'm like, dude, you've got you're old enough now. You're 13 years old. You would get it. And also, he is such a diehard fan of only murders in the building. Um. So he knows who Steve Martin is, and I'm like, this is Steve Martin. You know, he looks the same. Oddly enough. Um, but um, this is him at his finest, and then I would love to introduce John Candy to him. Oh, yeah. And because he's overcoming, uh, you know, uh, a tonsillectomy from two days ago, we because we, we figured night, up. night two would be uh, the roughest night. We got uh, his sister and younger brother uh, out at sleepovers at other friends' houses, uh, and we're like, so the kids are out. You know, you, you, your 11-year-old and 8-year-old sister's out, I suggested Tommy Boy to him, you know, like just, just get like yes. start pushing him in that direction. And that my my eight year old, I don't know if eh. that would be a little too Probably a little too much for Coop too. I don't know. So I'm like nothing, nothing. What? Nothing, because oh. it's too old. It's you. I blame you. I blame you. I blame you because you're you're almost a forty year old guy and you won't watch something because it's old. It's black and white. All of that business. You know. You know. It'll never get old though. This Tommy conversation? Boy. Well. Or Tommy Boy? A movie. No, I know. I better not say just, it. Never mind. <laughs> what? I was going to say Porky's, but that'll never get well, old. Well, Porky's. <laughs> my dad, Joel Eisenman, he rest in peace, refused to let me go see that in a the movie theater. Well, yeah. And then. Yeah, I remember that. I believe that. How old were you? I don't remember how old Porky's was. Well, that was mid-80s? Mid I, I, that's all I wanted to see. I wanted to see that movie in the worst way. 
Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> it's a good one. It wouldn't even let me rent it. Like he yanked it from Blockbuster. Dude, I don't know what he was all. Porky's I don't know what the 81. deal was with that. Yeah, dude. So I was up. I was thirteen. My yeah, I was being bar mitzvahed. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to become a man watching Porky's. I'll tell you that. You know, in the eyes of Porky's. Oh man. But uh, so so yeah, he wouldn't. He wasn't. No go on. Wow. It was all right. He was. He he wound up getting really tired really fast anyway last yeah. night. This, this is no joke. That procedure is no joke. She didn't watch any. He didn't watch any. Actually, what he's doing is he's watching Modern Families now. And that's any ice cream, dude. <laughs> there is th- no show. I mean, this one I, I should say that of all time. That show is, in terms of a hit rate of making you laugh out loud, one of the top hit rate shows of all time. Still today, too. Yeah. I mean, and I know some of these episodes are like well over ten years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. And it always ends with a nice little warm feeling. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 so well done. Yeah, it's, it's great. Like so, they're wa- he's watching that now, and it's nice start little from half the hour bites. Oh, episode one, season one. Oh man, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I love I loved Modern Family. I, there was a point about ten years ago where I lived with my friend, and then he actually got married. Ashton. Come on, no. By the way, I'm enjoying this long-running bit and gag. I know he's going to tire from it. He's already tired from it. I, I but I'm sorry, go ahead. Ago. Go ahead. And so, uh, you know, then they, he got married. So before I before I moved out, there yeah. was a married couple. And, you know, we all had our own schedules, did our own thing. Yeah. But every Wednesday, we you would meet up for Modern Family. Have It was like Modern Family Night. And everyone made sure they were home. And we'd check out that. Right, yeah, you know, half awesome. an hour with each other, that and then Demi was, kicked you out of the house. There you go, man. <laughs> I didn't get, I never got kicked out. All right, Bruce came over. Yeah, Bruce did come over. Sure. <laughs> Wait till my book comes out, or my next book. I'll just say, I'll tell you all this stuff. Dude, next your book, book, I would buy your book. Well, I have one. Have you bought it? Uh, I didn't know you had one. You How, never told me you had a book. Come on, man. Yes, I have. Everybody Wait, knows. You never told me you have a book. I, Rich, I, Chris, to- did you know he had a book? Yes, I did. knew he had a book because he talks about it a lot. I've never heard you talk about your book. <laughs> so ever. therefore, what he said is a lie because I obviously I don't talk about it a lot. Clearly, she would have known. So yeah, it's right here. What's it called? That's what she said. That's your book. <laughs> That's my book. I wrote that. Did you really? Well, I mean, I executive produced it. <laughs> He he got famous people to write things and he compiled oh, it into a book. Okay. Not just famous people. There okay. were some famous people, but it's basically yeah, it's a cool bunch idea. of women yeah. wrote into a blank journal right. what they want men to know and understand. Cool idea. Not very That's good. Yeah. I'd like to read that book. Hey, you can order it on Amazon. Oh, okay. I'm going to burn yours. <laughs>